Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor T. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, one of our favorite days. Wedding day. <laughs> I can hear myself twice. Um, yep, one of our favorite days. This is called Hump Day. Hump Day. They said, why do they call it Hump Day? It's because you're going over the hump on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, you know, Monday, right. Tuesday, and then hump day, and then Thursday, Friday. Okay, I yeah. like that. You like that. I like that. <laughs> Amen. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and, and be, be glad, glad in it. it. Um, we're uh, we're dealing with some uh, pretty cool things today. Oh, cool. And um, I, I want to jump right into it, but I do want to say to everybody that's watching, uh, good morning. I want to say, uh, make sure you uh, like the broadcast. Make sure you share the broadcast, whether you're on Facebook. Uh, if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Also, uh, click that little notification bell. And, and and every time we come on live, it'll pop up. It'll give you a notification. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one of the good good things you can do with, not- with uh, YouTube is that you can share it. So uh, share the YouTube video, Amen. Uh, just a lot of good feedback on the on these messages that we've been bringing up. Yeah, and I so, wish somebody had told me these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to uh, kind of jump right into some things today, and I call this good priorities. Good priorities. Good priorities. Now, um, everything, and I want you to just kind of catch this note of what we're saying, and. And everybody let me know if um, if everything is coming through okay, if it's sounding okay. Uh, give us some feedback on that. But one of the things that we want to say is that not everything is that's good or not everything that looks good or seems good or seems good is always God. Uh, there are a lot of times that things that we do is not harmful. It's not, it's not, it, you know, it's not coming across where we are uh, doing bad things per se, you, you know, religiously bad things. Right. It, it is just detrimental though, because it, it comes in front of what God has prescribed. Yeah. yeah. And so let's look at some things where, when it comes to, is everything good in the kingdom of God? Is everything, you know, we always say this thing too. That's a good person. You know, he's a good man. By whose definition? Yeah, she's a good woman. Yeah, well, what's the definition of good? You know, yeah. uh, are, are they doing good things in man's eyes? Mm-hmm. You know, are they good because they're doing what you like like for them to do? You know, <laughs> um, so what defines good? Right. And, you know, there was a man who asked God that very question. He asked mm-hmm. Jesus that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he said, good, good, good master, good master. Yeah. You know, who shall inherit the kingdom of God? And and Jesus quickly answered, well, there's none good but God. Mm-hmm. That's right. In other words, he was establishing that outside of God, what you might call good is probably not good mm-hmm. or it's probably not God. Yeah. 
Say that. You know, there is a, you know, the Bible talks about, it has a scripture that says that there is a way. That seems right. That seems right yeah. to a man. Yeah. But the end thereof is destruction. So God is not just trying to change our, our minds mm. about things. He's not just trying to change our minds. He's really trying to get our ways to conform to the image of his dear son. Yeah, so good. And, you know, we have to go before God daily and say, Lord, show me your ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Show me your ways. Mm -hmm. Why? Because our ultimate desire is to walk with him, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not going to walk the wrong way. And still be walking with God. Come on. You have to think of pathways and how pathways lead you in a certain direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. There's only one way. That's good. And, you know, the Bible calls the way the narrow path. Mm -hmm. It kind of gives you an indication that it is a road less traveled. Mm -hmm. And so if you find yourself on the road with the crowd. Wow. Wow. Is it a good road? Then is it the God road? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know, uh, um, uh, of course, you know, and I want to, you know, we always want to give our scriptures, but uh, Genesis chapter two and 24, I want to read that first. But today I wanted to kind of look at the story of the woman at the well oh, and, okay. and, and, and her life and how she, she tried to do right. She tried to do things that were good mm-hmm. and she kept coming up short. Yes, and I, Yeah, and how many times do you try to do what's right and it feels like you just keep coming up short? Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're misunderstood, you know, you're misused. <laughs> we said this yesterday. When uh, the the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Ooh, that's true. And so she tried to do everything that was right. But let's go back to our scriptures. Genesis 2.24, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed so uh we look at also in matthew 19 and i'm not gonna just go there but jesus said for this cause Mm -hmm. a man shall leave his father and mother and and be joined to his wife or be or to cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh so when when we look at this state of oneness Mm -hmm. this is a god thing Mm -hmm. You know, we look at submission as a good thing, you know, <laughs> but God's ultimate purpose is, is to get us past submission. Submission should be an automatic. He wants us to get to oneness. Right. Right. You, you know? know, we have to recognize that anything that occurred after the fall mm-hmm. uh, was probably a substitute for something much more holy that God yeah. had originated. Say that. That's good. It's just a substitute. Mm-hmm. And it was because our immature, unspiritual mind could only handle a portion of what God really had for us. Mm. Yeah. That's you know, good. Our, That's good. our uncultivated, uncultivated to the kingdom of God mind could mm-hmm. only handle a little piece. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I heard Oprah Winfrey talk once before, and I imagine this woman must have gave very exotic gifts Mm -hmm. because what she said was this. She said, when I give a gift, I explain it. Mm. She said, because if I don't explain it, then the person who receives it doesn't know the value of what I've given them. Mm -hmm. And has it ever happened to you that somebody gave you a gift and you said, oh, this is nice. Thank you. What is it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Right. Come on. So in the same way, when 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 Jesus revealed himself 
especially in the early, in the Old Testaments, you know, he was revealing himself to a people who could not comprehend him. Yeah, yeah. And so he would give them gifts that they couldn't understand. Yeah. He could, they couldn't get it. Yeah. They didn't get what he was giving them. Yeah, that's right. And so he had to give it to them in a way that they could comprehend it. Yeah. Well, you know, due to due to the fall, mankind falling into sin, falling from grace, is that we only use a small percentage of our brain capacity right now. Wow. Very small percentage. <laughs> Um, you know, ten, look, 10, percent. Is it ten percent? It's 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 it's. A, I can't give you the number. I don't want to give you the number because mm-hmm. I, I, I'll be lying. But I know it's a very small percentage. Like they use, like they may even think that ten percent to twenty percent is like a genius, genius level. You know, mm-hmm. but when you say things like Jesus made statements, God the Father made statements that mankind just couldn't grasp. Couldn't comprehend. It couldn't gr- comprehend, you know? And so we go about trying to make our own good. We try to go about making our own understanding in our own way based <laughs> on our limited capacity of thinking. I know we often go back to the story in Genesis of Adam and Eve, but just think of, the, of this for just a second. You know, Adam and Eve had fallen from grace, so Mm -hmm, to speak, mm -hmm. and they had really, in essence, submitted themselves to a new master when they partook of the fruit from the tree, right? Right. So when God started telling a husband and wife how to conduct themselves, it was based on the model Mm. of a man and a woman who had become a slave to sin. Mm, That's the truth. That's right. And they and God was in essence saying, wife, you have to submit yourself to this husband, mm-hmm. just like you as mankind have submitted yourself to sin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Wow. That's how close you have to follow after. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. You know, we uh, when we're looking at the, the different things of um, of society today and what we have redefined as good, what we have redefined as um you know, if it if it feels good to me, then it, then I must do it. Yeah, I have to do it. You know, <laughs> you know, it, it totally violates maybe the law of God. It violates uh, the things of God. When I look at the story of the woman at the well, the Bible talks oh. about the Bible talks about Jesus telling his disciples. He says, "I I need to go through Samaria. There mm. there's a a great need in my heart. There's the, the Father only." led jesus in the way of righteousness right so so jesus said i only go where i see the father go and only say what i hear him say so so jesus had this strong yearning to go through samaria and i believe he went there so that i believe that the bigger picture was that so that they could be turned to christ right right but he had to go through one woman Mm. and that one woman was was by society standards a bad woman right you know, because she had tried to make her own good. She really had. She tried to make her own good. And so you look at verse five and it says that. So he came to the. So where are you? I'm in John four. John four. Yeah. John four and five. Um, it says, and he came to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. So now we're looking at, you know, <laughs> a place of memorial, mm. a place of covenant. Mm. And it says, now Jacob's well was there. 
And Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Mm-hmm. So nothing in the Bible is just happenstance, you know. Right. So, so when when Jesus was making, when the Bible was making these statements, and John was writing, he was writing by revelation, right? And he was saying that Jesus was weary. Mm. So so it was. I, I look at it like this: for God to be weary, mm. what? What what is happening to make him weary? Right. Exactly. You know, you know, for what is happening to make what makes Jesus tired? What makes Jesus you tired? You gotta ask that question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what makes him tired? You know, and I really believe is that we 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 frustrate the grace. We frustrate Well, he had just basically had to, you know, strong arm his disciples because his disciples were like Look here, Jesus. Yeah, we're not going, we're not going through. <laughs> like you're gonna give Jesus some information he yeah. didn't know, right? Yeah. Look, Jesus, you know we don't go through Samaria, Samaria, because what we're good Jews. Mm-hmm. Jews don't go through Samaria. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's that's like that's like going through the ghetto. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. what that's basically what what they were saying. We don't travel through the ghetto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's bad people over there's there. That's bad folks over yeah, there. This is not good. This is not good. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was like, "No, we must need yeah. go. Th- we have to go through there." So it was a priority. It was a priority. It was a priority. And was it a good priority? It was a God priority. So Jesus said, uh, "If we go on to read in verse, um, in verse seven, it says the woman of Samaria came to draw water." And Jesus said to her, give me a drink for the disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you being a Jew ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman for Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Right. So, so now we, we're looking at um, a, a, a division here. Right. We're looking at a, um, a separation here. Mm. And, and this woman was so um, controlled by culture that she didn't see the gift of God that was in front of her. No. Her priorities were so off and she was going about trying to make her own good that she missed out on the gift. Right. She missed out on the grace of God. And I and I said this earlier, I, I really believe that that the grace of God was frustrated. Mm. Because we 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 trying to you, you said this earlier. We're trying to do things our own way. You know, this is good for me to go and spend time with my family instead of going to God. Oh yeah, going to church. It's good for me to go, you know, on a cruise. Yeah, it's, it's good. good for me to, and and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with, uh, you know, at times take a, a vacation. We took a cruise uh, yeah. recently, but we had not really vacationed in three years, mm-hmm. and it was a time of celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did not neglect the calling. Yeah. We did not neglect the things of God in order to celebrate. Mm-hmm. What we did is we always kept God first. Mm-hmm. If there was another way, mm-hmm. really, we 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 miss we miss nothing mm-hmm. when it comes to showing up mm-hmm. at times of assembly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And God and God directed us to take this. Right, this right, right. You but know. so the point I'm making yeah. is to say that we have made God a priority. priority. That's good. Not just in word or in mindset, you know, just uh, elevated thinking, but in deed. Yeah, that's right. Indeed, we right. have made yeah. the word yeah. first place in our life. And we made sure that we were in services, you know. Right. Uh, 
and 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 I guess here the the thing that's going on with Jesus. The thing that's going on with Jesus is that he's saying that you you're, you're frustrating, you're making me tired mm-hmm. by going about trying to create your own good, trying mm-hmm. to do things your way when I when I am the way, mm-hmm. you know. And so when this woman came to her, she had been so controlled by culture that she was she was willing to argue with the gift. Right. And how many times do we argue with the gift of God? I mean, how many times do we argue with the grace of God? Because we know in our own mind what what's good for our lives. And here's the thing, you know, you might say, where is this talk coming from? Well, we have been talking about the truth in our relationships Mm -hmm. and what things come against you having a good relationship Mm -hmm. what barriers stand in the way and we find find that love is measured by Mm. sacrifice what i'm willing to give up uh to meet your needs Mm -hmm. time who you spend time with is consistent with who is most important Mm -hmm. uh energy how hard i work Mm. Uh, in my marriage or to meet my spouse's need is an indication of whether or not they are first place and first priority in my life. And then we got on the word attitude. We got on the word attitude and we find that when you have an attitude of disrespect, it's a sign of immaturity, Mm -hmm. spiritual immaturity Mm -hmm. and a sexist attitude, for instance, is a sign of spiritual immaturity. Mm -hmm. It means you have not rightly and spiritually discerned the gift of, say, your husband. That's right. That's right. Because some women do not discern Mm -hmm. the gift that God gave them in a husband. And then your wife. Some men do not spiritually discern the importance of a wife mm-hmm. and then her position in mm-hmm. her, in in his life mm-hmm. that is based on a spiritual immaturity a spiritually immature and a fallen nature yeah and when uh the purpose of a thing is not known what yeah. do you always uh, say abuse is inevitable abuse yeah. is inevitable yeah so this was an example yeah of wrong thinking wrong attitude and how it was so keeping this woman down, down. that's right he had right. to go to Samaria to change this woman's mind mm-hmm. and give her a new attitude. Give her a new attitude. She was That's like right. Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. She had, or is it the Pointer Sisters? Who was it? She had know. a new attitude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know that song? I, yeah. I know the song, attitude. but I don't know who Oh, Patti LaBelle. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, she had a new attitude. Yeah. That's good. Why? Because she had bumped up against the highest spiritual attitude that was on the face of the that's earth. That's right. That's that right. ever walked the face of the mm-hmm, earth. Mm-hmm. That's and it. And it changed her. It changed her. And you know, the the the, the last one I want to make here is when he he said to, to the woman, you know, the woman said, you know, he said, give me some water. And she said, well, you know, why are you asking for, for water from me? And um, he said, woman, verse 11, uh, uh, I'm sorry, verse 13, Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Mm. Verse 14, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Right. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And I really believe that, and we're going to stop right there. I really believe that a lot of people go about trying to create their own good because they're thirsty. Right. They're, 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 they're not fulfilled. And so, 
So I need something to fulfill me. I, I need to do something good to fulfill my life. I need to, you know, help out somebody. But if it's going against what God says, mm. think mm. about this now. You know, I'm going to let this person come live in my house. Well, that's a good thing. But is it is it God? Is it God? Did you know? It, is it God directed? And is it God um, maintained? Yeah. Now, this is going to sound... God sanctioned. This is going to sound mean, but... You know, it's a good thing to give somebody money on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. But is that God? You know, we have to be, we have to discern the discern, voice of God. Yeah. We have to discern the attitude of God. Mm -hmm. We got, we have to, we, we can't try to make, you know, make good and then expect God to bless it. Right. You, yeah. You God bless this mess. Yeah. So when it comes to relationship, you say, well, Pastor, what does this have to do with marriage and relationship? Well, you can't go about making your own good. You can't go about making, uh, you know, well, you know, at least I'm working. I'm, I'm working. I don't have to, I don't have to be nice to her. I'm working. I'm bringing home money, you know, and a lot of men think like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called, you know, the Bible has a, a word for that condition. It's called having a hardened heart. Yeah. It's not talking about the blood pump. It's talking about your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. It's saying that it's so hard that it won't let the word in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's saying that you're so hard, you won't let the word in. Mm -hmm. And it's like pouring water. You ever seen a ground that was so hard and yeah. cracked? Yeah. And you tried to pour water on it. And instead of the water going in, it just rolled right off. Mm -hmm. Well, that happened to my garden once. Mm. And I don't care how much I watered it, it had formed a layer in there that the water could not penetrate to. Wow. And no matter what I did to that garden, the, the stuff would not grow in there mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it had developed hardness. Well, guess what? Wow. The Bible calls the word, calls the word water. Mm -hmm. Imagine God is trying to pour water on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your heart is so hardened that you can't receive it. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, he's going to walk away. Yeah. Well, well I say that. And, I'm and not, of, that's of, not fair. Yeah. I'll repent of that because yeah. God never gives up on us. Yeah, he, he doesn't. But let's, let's talk about some things. What is, what produces the hardness of heart? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what things um, are, are we allowing in? What things are we doing that, that's causing our heart to be hardened? Right. You know, uh, one of the things that I think is that we hear the word mm -hmm. and the Bible says, when you hear the word of faith preach, harden not your heart in the day of provocation. Mm -hmm. In other words, when you hear a truth, receive the truth and begin to, if, if you're not doing right, repent. Right. If, I, if, if areas of your life is being affected by what we're saying while we're preaching or while we're talking today. And you say, you know what? I need to repent. And you literally go about changing. Well, that causes your heart to be softened. That causes your heart to be, to be pliable. But if you say, yeah, amen to what we're saying, but you, you have no intention on changing mm -hmm. that hardens your heart. Right. Exactly. And we have to recognize that we have to be uh, pliable. We have to allow ourselves to not define what's good. I can't, I can't tell you what kind of husband you need, you need. Oh, or what kind of husband makes me happy? Oh, what kind of husband makes you happy? I can't tell you that. You have to define that. I have to define that myself. Yeah. And if, if your wife is telling you or husbands, uh, you know, wives, if your husband is telling you what, what he needs or what he desires, don't harden your heart to that. Yes. 
Yes, yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about good priorities here. Mm-hmm. Talk- are, are right. Yes, go ahead. We're talking about good priorities and the things that 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 we set up, and, and I want to use this word, the things we set up as idols. Mm, yes, that's very good. Uh-huh. You know, well, this is not an idol. You know, me me helping out my child on a Sunday, you know, during during the time of, well, you know, during the time of church, I mean, that's that's not an idol. Well, is it, is it good? Yes. And I know one of the things that we're going to talk about even tomorrow is the most important relationships in life must constantly be protected from good wants and desires in our lives, which are out of order, mm-hmm. which are out of order. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? It's out of order. Yeah. You know, you ever been in a situation where something happened and you said, Ooh, that's out of order. Mm-hmm. It's not that whatever happened was a bad thing. It's that it was out of order. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. And, that, and, and that word, you know, idols, um, it's, uh, you know, it's what, we do that we call good, but we make it a God. Yeah. I can tell you something that my kids thought was out of order. Yeah. Uh, we had a situation where we went into a store and a kid started telling the parent what to do. Wow. And that. the parent started to do it to mm-hmm. appease the child. Mm-hmm. And my kids looked at it and said, Ooh, that's out of order. Mm-hmm. They, it was appalling to them. Yeah. That the adult was being led by and guided by the immature child Mm -hmm. who was trying to, who was really taking a leadership role Mm -hmm. in their relationship. My kids were like, "Uh uh-uh, that would never happen in my house. Mm -hmm. One thing they never liked was their friends calling their parents by their first name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's out of order. Oh my goodness. That was to them an attitude of disrespect. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with calling somebody by their first name. And there's nothing wrong with a child having leadership skills, but when it's out of order, it's not good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, We're going to stop right there. Our time is up, but we've been talking about some good things. I pray, (laughs) I pray that you, you know, and you said, well, Pastor, y'all went kind of deep this, this morning. Well, the, the things that we're, we're asking you to really lay hold of is that you know, is your life out of order mm. or have you redefined good? Have you said, you know, these things are good and God is OK with me doing that? Well, not everything that's good mm. is God. God. Right. We got yeah. blessings all the way from Seattle this morning. Yeah. Shouts out to you and everyone who's on the line today. Listen, take hold of this lesson. Yeah, Take hold of this lesson and ask God, you know. Am I making a mistake here? Am I out of order? Right. You know, have I put certain things above you? Have I have I made idols in my life? Just repent and go before the Lord and talk to him and, and you know and say, Lord, change my heart. Help me to change my heart. Make me willing to change my heart. And he he will be so happy to do that for you. Amen. Tonight is Wednesday. We're having our Rhema Cafe right here in my home. Uh we start at seven o'clock. That's when the word starts, but we have like 645, 650 uh, confessions. So come and be a part of it. If you can't be a part of it here live in the in the uh, home, you can always watch us online. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. Please log in, make comments. We would love to see it. Amen. Yes. Praise praise God. I'm, I'm, I feel in, in my heart I have to say this. If you've been watching us and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Jesus paid the price for you. 
All you have to do is believe. All you have to do is accept him by faith. You say, well, there's no work. Jesus did all the work. Well, the only real work that you have is to believe. That's, that's the only work we have. Believe on the finished works of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will save your soul. I want to pray with you today. Lord Jesus, we thank you for those that are watching us, those that are making a decision today to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Father God, I thank you now for helping them to renew their minds to the truth of God's word. Thank you, Lord God, for filling them with your precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you say, hey, I, I want to make that decision. I want to accept Jesus Christ. You pray that prayer. You say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I repent of my past. I tell you, you will be saved. Amen? Amen. Amen. We love you. Let us bless you. The Lord, the Lord bless, bless you and, and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. I got a Starbucks notification.